Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. What is going on, Grinders? It is May 9th, 2023. It's the Take Your Pick'em podcast. I am Will Priest, the Chief Justice 06 in the DFS and Twitter streets. And I am so excited to be on yet again, another weekday, another show where we want to bring the heat and ensure that you put a few more dollars in your pocket. So, uh, so excited to be on and talk through today's slate. Good morning, Wild Turkey 008. Here we go. You already know what it is. We're going to kick this thing off with winning words of wisdom. And uh, I, I found one today that might not be completely about winning or losing, but uh, I, I really think it was a good quote today. And this is by Walt Whitman. It says, keep your face always toward the sunshine and shadows will fall behind you. I, I, I love that quote. I thought that was a good one to kick the, kick the day off. Always looking forward, always being positive, uh, always looking towards greatness. And if you do that, then the little scary little shadow that's always around, you won't have to worry about that thing. Uh, you'll, you'll be good to go. So uh, that, that's how we're going to kick this slate off or kick this show off. Obviously, we want to go through a recap. Wild Turkey said, please don't talk about Bibby. Man, uh, rough, rough day for Bibby yesterday against the, the Detroit Tigers. And once again, I come on this show and we want to attack the Detroit Tigers and the pitchers don't show up. But don't worry, they will show up. I'm not sweating it. Uh, we've got a pitcher today against Detroit. I don't think uh, I don't like his prop today from a from a strikeout perspective, but I do like another one that we are going to talk about. So let's go through our recap uh, on the season or on this month so far since we kicked the podcast off. In terms of plays that hit versus plays that didn't hit, we're sixteen and ten. We just gotta put this thing together, the right combination to get us across the finish line. So obviously, Bibby was our top play yesterday at five and a half. Did not get there. Took a massive L. Uh, no worries there. Keller over five and a half strikeouts or more than five and a half strikeouts. Th that was one that came through for us. Zach Gallon over six and a half strikeouts. That was one that came through for us. John Gray under five and a half or less than five and a half strikeouts. That did not go well. Did not clear that one. McClanahan at six and a half. 
uh, with with more, and we we were able to pull that one through. So, man, in terms of like I said, it's sixteen plays right, ten plays wrong, but the combinations are what's going to get us there. Uh, and so, uh, I am ready to get rolling to talk through today's slate. I'm very excited. I'm going to kick it off today. I just want to kind of show you our sheet here because I do think this is something that is important um, in terms of what we have on our sheet. One of the top plays on the board today is Eugenio Suarez total bases. And so this isn't going to be a play of mine. I'm just going to show you how, how valuable the sheet is. And I actually did not do any research. So I'm, I'm flying blind and I'm going to dissect this play. I thought this was good uh, to dissect this play while we're live on the air and talk about how impactful the RG tools are. And then I'll give out a couple of plays and we'll get out of here. So uh, as we look today, top play on the sheet in terms of a 70% win rate, that's Eugenio Suarez total bases at over uh, or more than uh, half total base. So basically saying, hey, he'll get at least one hit in this game. Obviously hits would be better, but total bases and hits are pretty much the same uh, in this particular category because, you know, a walk doesn't count for total bases. So he can get a single, double, triple. It doesn't matter. Um, as long as he comes through, we're going to be good. So I'm going to go and kind of walk this down and let's see how great of a play this is. And then I'll get into my own plays. But I thought this was a good way to kick off the show. So we've got Seattle. We've got them facing Andrew Heaney. We see Andrew Heaney here with the 5.20 XFIP uh, and a 24.4% K rate, 11% walk rate. What we are seeing from Suarez of a 0.095 ISO, very low power. Uh, and he's got a 375 volt, but 32% K rate and 25% walk rate. So uh, the walk rate is up. Uh, the K rate is very high. And as we look here in terms of his contact rate, uh, to lefties, he's got a 70% contact rate. So on the surface, I'm not thrilled about this one, but he does have the platoon advantage where we see um, Andrew Heaney is a much lower K rate to righties at 21.2%, walking him at 10.6%, uh, an ISO of 273 and a Wobo of 366, ground ball rate of 30.8, line drive 21 and a half, fly ball rate of 47 Seven. If Eugenio Suarez can make some contact, then I think we're going to see him soar over this number. Let's look at what uh, Andrew Heaney's throwing here. It looks like he's throwing the fastball a whole lot, a whole lot to right. He's at 67% around 91 miles an hour. We'll pull up our handy-dandy tool and play that cue. And what, lo and behold, Eugenio Suarez, 88.89% contact rate on fastballs at that velocity, 16.67% uh, ground ball rate, 50% hard hit rate, 214 ISO, 438 WOBA. So I don't like the overall numbers versus lefties, but generally speaking, this looks really good. And so look, our sheet man is typically done really well. Going to go back to the sheet here, Eugenio Suarez, 0.5 total bases. I think this is a play that more is absolutely going to be in play, just like our sheet has shown us. So what to demonstrate the tool today uh, that we have available to you. I think that's one you can definitely get into your cards. Uh, like I said, this isn't a play that, that I was on personally, but we will include it because we talked about it extensively. So once again, Eugenio Suarez, more than 0.5 total basis. All right, let's get into it. One of my plays on the day that I really like here, we're going to be going to the Dodgers game. They're going to be at Milwaukee. Uh, and so we've got a square off of Noah Syndergaard versus Eric Lauer. 
And I like Mookie bets today. Didn't cover any bets yesterday, but I do like Mookie bets here. We're seeing Mookie on the season so far, 36 plate appearances uh, versus lefties, 219 ISO, 371 Woba, 16.7% K rate, and 11.1% walk rate. Really like him a ton. Facing Eric Lauer, who uh, had a fairly good season last year, but is definitely struggling this season so far. Uh, has a 21.6% K rate, 5.45 XFIP, 10.4% walk rate, and a BABIP of 318. What we're going to see from Mr. Lauer throwing the righties here, mostly fastball cutter and fastball. And, and as I as I dug through these numbers earlier, I'm actually going to start with the fastball cutter uh, because I feel like this is the pitch that uh, Lauer's going to try to throw to get Mookie out here. And when I look at the cutter, folks, look at these numbers for Mookie Betts here. 100% contact rate. 37.5% ground ball rate, 50% hard hit rate, 438 ISO. Mookie Betts is seeing the cutter very well to kick off the season. And then he's going to work his way into that fastball. Obviously, uh, most of most of the play appearance, 96.7% contact rate, 3.23% whiff rate. That's exceptional. Uh, 188 ISO, 33% hard hit rate, 281 Woba. So I really like Mookie Betts here today, and we're going to kind of split these props between the sides. So on underdog, we have one and a half total bases, which I really like. So at one and a half total bases, obviously, we're going to take over or more than, than the underdog projection. On price picks, they did not have total bases. I was very disappointed. I wanted the total bases on this one. They did give us uh, the fantasy score at eight fantasy points flat. I do still like that as well. Mookie leading off. I think if he gets on base, I think the steal is in play here as well. Uh, he does have some run uh, protection or some, some, uh, some. yeah, let's just call it run protection behind him uh, with the bats that he should see. Freddie Freeman, Smith, Taylor, so forth and so on. So I, I do think this is a good spot for him. If, for whatever reason, we can get Mookie Betts on, uh, on prize picks, uh, sometimes they will give us the one and a half hits, runs, RBIs. If we can get that, I really like it for Mookie Betts as well. So I'm just I'm not sure where they're going to land right now. The whole board isn't already up, but on underdog we do have one and a half total bases, and I do like more there. I do think that's a good one for us uh, that we can target. Okay, so once again, as Mookie Betts one and a half total bases on underdog currently, we're going to take more on Price Picks. All we have for Mookie is the fantasy points projection at eight. I still like more because of the stolen base upside and the ability to score runs in this game against Eric Lauer in Milwaukee. So I like that one a ton. All right, moving on to our next one here. This one, and I haven't taken a pitching outs prop this high all season, but I'm going to lean with it here. We're going back and we're going to attack the Detroit Tigers, folks. Don't, hey, listen, don't get in a pickle about this. The Detroit Tigers are still bad. They're in Cleveland facing Mr. Bieber. Listen, Bieber on the season has not have, had the strikeout stuff, but he has been able to cruise through innings. We've got Bieber at 19 and a half pitching outs on the day. What we're asking is, or what we're saying is, or yeah, what we're considering, can Shane Bieber get through six or more innings against the Detroit Tigers? I think that he can for sure. Uh, so I, I really like Bieber here at 19 at pitching outs. We see the K rates, right? We, we see that. But the main thing is we want Bieber to keep that ball on the ground, 44.9% ground ball rate. Uh, and is, you know, in terms of a soft medium contact, doing pretty well there. Uh, but I, so... 
the bottom line, look at the ISOs here for the Detroit Tigers. 164 ISO for McKinstry, 138 for Green, 0 0.083. Uh, for Javi Baez, just no power. 191 for Matan, 115 for Torkelson, 0.065 for Badu, 151 for Veerling, 0.067 for Ibanez, 125 for Rogers. They just don't have enough power. I think that Bieber can cruise through the innings here. And if you just kind of look at how he's been pitching, even against a team like the New York Yankees, who have a lot more power than this Detroit Tigers team, 24 outs, 21 outs against Boston, only 17 against Miami, 18 against Washington, 21 again against the Yankees at 19 and a half. I wish we were at 18 and a half, but I think Bieber can get through uh, seven innings here. I, so I like the 19 and a half, going to be siding with the over uh, there or more for Shane Bieber as he faces uh, the Detroit Tigers. I do have another play here that I really like, and this one is of the strikeout variety. Uh, and, and this one, I, I, I'm I'm leaning into how I think this team has been playing overall. Uh, we do have some slight weather concerns, and I will pull that up. So on the weather, it's orange-yellow right now for the Chicago White Sox and the Kansas City Royals, right? And it says the National Weather Service has a 30% chance for rain, but I think the reality here is that our risk is quite a bit higher. It says a large storm system will mostly stay southwest of Kansas City, but the northern fringes of the storm should just reach the city, bringing rain and potentially storms for essentially the entirety of the scheduled game time. So uh, he said there's a very high delay risk and a chance of PPD. So this is going to be a fringe play, but I think it's good. I, I, I'm hoping maybe we can get a, a live play for this one. But uh, bottom line is I do like Lucas Giolito. He's at five strikeouts currently. Uh, and so I think this is a spot where we can we can take the uh, we can take more than five strike I said. But once again, I would not include this play in every one of them. Uh, this one, I, I just call this one fringe just because of the weather outside of the weather. I do like it. He's, he would definitely have enough opportunities for strikeouts. Uh, Lucas Giolito, 23.6% K rate on the season. And we've seen teams pick on the Kansas City Royals. And it's not they're going to strike out everyone, but they have enough high strikeout bats for him to pick up some serious opportunities. So I'm not going to stay on that one too, too long. It was just one that stood out because five is fairly low. We've got, we've got the opportunity for the push as well. If for some reason it just doesn't work out, but once again, Lucas, you little five strikeouts, slight weather concerns. I would maybe, let's say if you're playing five cards, I'd include that in no more than two cards. Okay. So really like uh, Lucas Giolito at four at five strikeouts, excuse me. All right. Last but not least, Least I've got one, one more play and then close this thing out, and that is Charlie Morton, five and a half strikeouts. I'm going to side with the under here facing the Boston Red Sox. we got Boston coming to Atlanta. On the season so far, we'll see that Charlie Morton, K rate, 4.90, 9.7% walk rate, is keeping the ball on the ground a ton. He's going to struggle a bit with a few of these bats, Verdugo, Yoshida, Turner, Devers, I think they're going to give him enough problems to keep the K rates down. And so I love this spot for the Boston Red Sox against Charlie Morton. Listen, he's a professional pitcher. He's an older gentleman, elder statesman. Obviously, he's been, been pitching a long time. But listen, he's at the end of his prime at this point. 
Uh, and so I think with, with Boston, with what we've seen here, a team that's been making high contact and one of the lowest strikeout teams overall in the league to both sides of the plate, I think we see Morton limited here. Do I think he can get five strikeouts? Absolutely. I think it's going to be a stretch for him to pick up six or more. So really like that one. Uh, and then, look, we're about to wrap this thing up, and I really appreciate you guys hanging out with me. It's always a pleasure, uh, and I thoroughly, thoroughly, thoroughly enjoy uh, bringing this content to you guys every weekday. So let's go through our recap, and we will get out of here. First up on the docket, we've got Mookie Betts. I like over one and a half or more than one and a half total bases. Uh, let's see if we see that one across the industry. It's definitely on underdog currently. And then on price picks, we've got a, a fantasy point projection of eight uh, fantasy points. I like them more there because of stolen base upside. We've got Shane Bieber at 19 and a half pitching outs. I like the over on that one or more than that. Facing the Detroit Tigers should be able to limit the damage there. We've got Lucas Giolito at five strikeouts. I would not put this play in too many cards. We've got some weather concerns there, but at five, I'm willing to risk it in one to two cards uh, on this slate. More than five strikeouts facing the Kansas City Royals. And then we've got Charlie Morton at five and a half strikeouts facing a really good Boston uh, Red Sox team that has really limited their strikeouts uh, this season. We're taking less or yet yeah, less than uh, five and a half strikeouts. We've got Wild Turkey. We're going to close it out. Uh, he said, is Varlin a decent play? Let's give him a quick review of Varlin. I know he's come out and his pitch well, facing the San Diego Padres today. Varlin sitting at a 29.8% K rate, 2.73 X rip, 6.4% walk rate. And we do have some strikeouts this season. Tatis 22% for Machado, 26.3. Carpenter 32.4. Haseon Kim 30% and Trent Grisham 31%. There's definitely enough opportunities for strikeouts across the industry. We're going to see Varlin around four and a half strikeouts. I think it is worth a stab at that particular projection. Thank you, folks, for joining the Take Your Pick'em podcast. Come in with your pockets empty. Leave with your pockets full. We'll see you tomorrow.